Okay, welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Um, if you, if this is your first time watching and you're like, who is this lady on the internet? Uh, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I am the host of the show and the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So if you need help with things like getting your business registered with the state, getting EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, having appropriate contract templates, basic brand protection strategies, hiring policies, non-disclosure agreements, um, I help you do all of those things. If you're wondering why I'm qualified, I'm very happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney, have been one for 14 years and counting, with a specialization in business formation. I have started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but I have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are just some concepts that you need to know. There's no way around it. So that's why I'm here. If you would like to work with me so that we can get your business foundation strong, uh, so you can hit these business streets, you know, with confidence, uh, you're going to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. That is the only link in my bio on Instagram. And it's all over my page on Facebook. Uh, that is where you can book a free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client, uh, you can also download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or, um, what else did I want to tell you guys about? Yeah, that's it. Um, that's it for right now. I have some stuff coming. Um, you know, there's some work going on in the background and I don't want to reveal the plans before they're all set, but just know your girl is working. All right. Now, enough about me. Let's talk about the show. The way that the show works is I pull stories from the news, stories that you lovely people send me, stories that I find on blog sites, uh, ones I get in my Google alerts, and I pull the ones that have um, lessons that we can learn as business owners, and we discuss them. So this is a time for us to ask our questions and give our commentary as long as it's respectful, okay? Hey, 76 Grimke. Um, so don't be afraid to participate. This is a lot more fun when we have participation, okay? So I want to, I'm going to ask you guys to put emojis in the box. I'm going to ask you guys for your opinions on things. So I want you to be ready, all right? Okay, so if we are ready to get started, please give me some thumbs up so I know it's okay for me to get uh, our list of cases started. Let me see a couple of thumbs up. Let me see a couple of thumbs up. My friends over in podcast land, you can give a thumbs up too. Don't worry, I'll see it. Okay, thank you, 76 Grimke. Thank you, Shop Best on the Yard. Okay, so we are ready to start. Thank you, OBZ. Okay, do we have any punk rock fans in the house? Now, usually when we're talking about music on this show, it's R&B and, you know, hip-hop, but... uh Today we are moving over to a different genre. Do we have any punk rock fans in the house? If we do, give me that monster mask emoji if you are a punk rock fan, okay? Um, now, uh, why am I bringing punk rock into our discussion today, right? So um, there is a band called The Misfits, and while I'm not a punk rock fan, I do remember 
hearing about the misfits they the height of their career was sh- depends on the band okay well so what are some of the bands that you like shop best in the yard um the misfits the height of their career was like in about the 80s um uh 80s 90s i believe um and they were coming up on a reunion tour right so you know that that's the big thing nowadays all of these like bands that we grew up with all of these artists that we grew up with they're going on these reunion tours think about the millennium tour um i think diddy had a bad boys tour but you know the same thing is going on in different genres of music everybody's trying to get to the coin and the coin is in touring right so the misfits are getting ready for this reunion and all of a sudden they find out that somebody has published a book about them that they had nothing to do with so imagine that you know you're going about your everyday business you know and you're just shopping at i don't know the grocery store or something and you get a google alert that a book has been published about your life how would you feel about that especially if you had nothing to do with this book right so the misfits find out that there is a book that has been published by a um a company called abrams the title of the book was uh called scream with me and it was a coffee table book it had um cover art from you know the the misfits different uh albums they had their skull logo on there so the entire book was about the band and their history right so the misfits rightly so they were like uh how are you going to publish a book and not, and not talk to us about it or get our permission so they filed a trademark infringement suit uh against uh this publishing company more so for the skull logo that was used on hey king tax services 18 more so for the skull logo that was used on the cover right here's the thing the publishing company said well it's a book so there were interviews and stuff in it and quotes they said well we got clearance for the full word the interviews the quotes and some of the photos and frankly we don't feel like we need to get clearance for your band logo right so they had been going back and forth um in the courts over this book so before we move on to what the result was what like how would you guys feel about that if you had had this stellar career this amazing you know 20 um 20 year career over 20 years and you know you're about to come out on your reunion tour and someone comes out with a book about you that you didn't authorize how would you feel about that right but uh moving on you know this lawsuit didn't last very long hey book figures um the misfits have actually dropped this trademark infringement suit against the publishing company now this happens all the time with cases a lot of times people settle you know outside or they decide it's not worth it but i don't like for me i was trying to figure out what was the reason for them dropping the case 76 grimke said i would not be happy i wouldn't either right um what if you get my story wrong um so for some reason this case has been dropped we don't know why we don't know if there's a settlement i could not find a reason so i wanted to bring this to you my esteemed audience my very intelligent audience why do you think this band the misfits dropped this trademark infringement case against this publisher what do you think happened in the background 
that made them drop this case. Jessica Whitfield said, am I getting paid? If not, I'd feel some type of way and file suit too. Absolutely. And I completely understand them filing a lawsuit. What I don't understand is them dropping this lawsuit. So what do we think happened in the background that might have prompted the misfits to drop this lawsuit against the publisher? What do you think might have happened? I think there was a check cut um, somewhere. Or maybe there's a profit sharing agreement. Maybe the Abrams Publishing Company said, look, we will kick y'all 10% of, you know, the book sales or whatever. That's what I think. Because if somebody is using my story to make money, the only way I'm shutting up is if you cut me a check. Uh, Shop Best on the Yard said settlement. Yeah, I think there, there was some type of money that exchanged hands. Or some type of money that will exchange hands. Because we don't know if this book, you know, we don't know what this book is doing, what the numbers are. Um, and they may not be able to, you know, promise them a set amount until they have a certain number of books sold. So I wouldn't be surprised if there is some type of, of profit sharing agreement that they came to and the misfits said, well, all right, since you're going to cut us a little money, you know, we're going to drop this trademark infringement case. Um, <laughs> 76 Grimgate gave me the money bags emoji. Yes, there, I feel like there is some money out there. Somebody is swimming in dollars and cents like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> okay all right but that is um our first story for this evening our second story for this evening is just a quick update y'all um i don't know what's wrong with the football team in this area so you know that we have been talking about the washington redskins and them having to change their name or deciding finally after 87 years to change their racist name and there's been all of this hullabaloo because of that guy um Shop Best on the Yard said, but you can't write a biography without the person's permission. It wasn't a biography, Shop Best on the Yard. It was a coffee table book. So they had pictures. They took interview. They did interviews with other people who worked with the band. They had people write forward. So it was kind of a compilation of things. It wasn't like just a retelling of the band's story, right? Um, think about when Lifetime does those unauthorized movies, like the one they did about Whitney Houston that was funded by Pat Houston, that devil. Um, anyway... <clears throat> Um, moving on. Uh, so <laughs> as you can tell, I'm not a fan of Pat Houston, but I'm moving on. So we have been talking about the, the Washington Redskins and them supposedly, you know, about to change their name, but there has been all of this back and forth talk about what is the new name going to be. We talked about Mar Marvin McCauley, who has tr spent over $20,000 trademarking possible alternative names for, uh, for this team, and he's saying that they can have it for free, but apparently the team cannot make a decision on what they want their new name to be. So until they can find a suitable name, the football team in the DMV, the football team for Washington, D.C., is being called the Washington football team. And when I tell you I cackled when I saw this headline, they are literally going to call the team the Washington football team until they can come up with a suitable um alternative name. 
this is ridiculous. Like, you have so many names you can choose from, and you're calling yourself the Washington football team. How unimaginative, how lazy. Like, there is a man literally handing you piles and piles of trademarks that you can pick from, and you choose the Washington football team. Loser. Sorry. This is why y'all have not won. I'm sorry. You know I'm a Patriots fan. This is why y'all have not won a Super Bowl since the 90s. I'm sorry, Redskins fans. Look, I'm a Patriots fan. I'm from Boston. Patriots till I die, okay? So I don't have no skin in this game. But Washington football team is a stupid name. (laughs) All right, okay? Um, But I just wanted to update you guys on that, particularly for any of you who are in the DMV areas who like football. Um, If you want another team to support... As a football team in the D.C. area, we do have the D.C. Defenders. They are the XFL League uh, for the city. I actually went to um, an exhibition uh, prior to COVID. Um, Margaret Massey said it's like using password for your password. Yes! Like, please! All right. Okay. So before we move on to our next stories, I want to uh, reintroduce myself. You are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you would like to catch up on back episodes of this show, you can go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and find the link so that you can subscribe on YouTube. That is where all of the episodes are housed. Yes, there are some on Instagram. Yes, there are some on Facebook, but all of them are on uh, are on YouTube, okay? Uh, PT2K84 said, Washington native, same content for reference without the racist name. I mean, that's an option, but it's it seems like they can't, because it's not just about changing the name. Look, I know it's not that simple. It's not just about the name. They're going to have to change the logo, the uniforms, the colors, all of that. So I'm sure that all of that is coming into play. But the Washington football team, are you kidding? <laughs> so PT2K84 is saying, um, is suggesting the Washington natives. And I think that would that would be appropriate. Remember, this guy who's offering the... Um, the, the, the trademark names to the Redskins for free. He said, look, you can have these names. All I want you to do is make donations to these organizations. One of which is the American Indian Graduate Institute. Okay. Um, so good luck to the Washington football team. (laughs) All right. Moving on to our next story. Y'all, this hurt my heart. Somebody like Rihanna might be caught up in a trademark infringement case, y'all. You know I love Rihanna. If you like Rihanna, give me a coconut emoji. And the reason why I'm saying this is, um, did anybody ever watch Got To Be Real? It was a YouTube series, and they would do these like voiceover things, uh, these jokes with actual interviews with celebrities. And they had Rihanna on there, and it was like, Rihanna was like, you know, in my island, you know, when we have beef, we don't call it beef. We say we have a coconut. <laughs> it was so funny. But if you are a Rihanna fan, give me a coconut emoji. Or Do we have a coconut emoji? I don't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Obed loves Rihanna. Thank you, Shop Best on the Yard. We do have a coconut emoji. All right. So... Look, I don't know who doesn't like Rihanna. The the girl, she's out here doing everything. Music, uh, clothing, uh, makeup, all this stuff, right? And she's always doing collaborations with different brands. And as of recently, uh, thank you, King Tag Services. Thank you, Margaret Massey. 
as of recently, um, Rihanna had a deal with a company called Stance, where they were going to come out with a line of, um, yes, philanthropy too. They were going to come out with a line of socks that, uh, you know, Rihanna helped design. And the socks said spoiled brat on them, right? Which I think is cute. Here's the problem. There's a guy named Steve Heckman. He has had a trademark on the term spoiled brat since 1989, and he has been selling women, men's, and children's apparel since 1989. So I'm sure he was quite upset when this sock company came and said, we're going to start selling spoiled brat socks. So Steve Hechtman has filed a trademark infringement suit against Rihanna, against Rock Nation, and against this company's stance, right? Because you're not going to be out here using my trademark, right? So my question to you is, as an audience, how did they not see this happening? You are working with one of the biggest celebrities in the world, right? So you need to dot all your I's and cross all your T's. If you're going to do a line with her, particularly one that has a specific name, why wouldn't you do the background work to make sure that that is an already trademark? Especially in this day and age where we live in, where everything is being trademarked, copyrighted, people want their credit, right? So why do you think this company didn't do the due diligence to research whether this phrase that they wanted to um, put on the socks was already trademarked? What do you think? Excuse me. And it's not like this is new. Mr. Heckman has had this trademark for 20, 30, 31 years of actively using a trademark. Where have y'all been, Stance? Why didn't you do the research to make sure that this collaboration with Rihanna would go off without a hitch? Nobody has any has any ideas? I don't either, because for me, if I'm working with somebody, especially somebody as big as Rihanna, you need to make sure all of your stuff is on point. Rihanna don't want no problems. She don't want no lawsuits. She's probably like, what is going on here? Um, shop best in the yard said, especially something so generic as spoiled brat and brat stalls. Right. There is no, it takes three minutes to do a quick search to make sure something isn't trademarked. It's not that hard. 76 Grimke said laziness. Um, shop best on the yard said, I would have automatically assumed spoiled brat was trademarked. Girl, you're a woman after my own heart because I assume that it is trademarked until I have evidence that it is not. I always go to the test, the, the test trademark tool on the USPTO website. That is your friend. Don't be afraid to use it. It is open 24-7. If you ever have a question about whether something is trademarked or not, go to the test trademark search. All you have, go, Type it in the Google bar. Test trademark search. It will pop up. There is no reason for you to not know that something isn't trademarked. Now, if it has a state trademark, that is different. That requires a little bit more research. Probably you're going to have to pay some money to find out. But federally registered trademarks are completely free to research on the USPTO website when you use the test trademark search 
tool. So I don't know who is doing the work over at Stance in the legal department, but they need to shake some trees and find out who dropped the ball. Because Rihanna don't need these problems, all right? We're still waiting for an album, and she got lawsuits coming her way. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, how far are we? Oh, okay. We got. We got. I, we might have time for questions today. All right. So, good luck to Steve Hechtman. I'm pretty sure he's, you know, they're either going to cut him a check or he's going to win because it's cut and dry. He's had this trademark for 31 years. So, good luck to him. Okay. Um, next story. Do we have anybody here who uses CBD or sells CBD products? If you use CBD or sell CBD products or you are interested in the CBD industry, please give me, uh, please type CBD in the comments. I'm thirsty today, y'all. If you have, if you use CBD, if you sell CBD, if you are interested in CBD, please give me the letters CBD in the comments. And for those of you who may not know what CBD is, CBD is the non-psychoactive component of the cannabis plant, meaning that it does not get you high, but it does give you the therapeutic, um, the therapeutic, um, the therapeutic effects of the cannabis plant. Um, thank you, Shop Best on the Yard for CBD. Thank you, King Tech Services. Okay, CB, we, I know it's CBD, girl. Fingers. Thank you, Shari, for CBD. All right. Now, as CBD becomes more prevalent, we are seeing companies pop up all the time, these different CBD companies. One of my clients actually has their own CBD company um, out west, right? Um, the thing is, uh, CBD, you're interested in investing in CBD? Okay. Well, CBD, it is a, it, it's a new industry. And when you have a new industry, there's always going to be people who try and take, you know, the elevator to success rather than the stairs. Um, and this story has to do with three CBD companies basically using a celebrity's celebrity to sell their product. Um, how many of y'all know who Clint Eastwood is? If you know who Clint Eastwood is, give me a cowboy hat in the comments. If you know who Clint Eastwood is, give me a cowboy hat in the comments, okay? So why are we talking about Clint Eastwood and CBD? Well, just so you know, Clint Eastwood is not a CBD fan. He has never used CBD and he does not promote the use of CBD. However, you might not know that. Thank you, King Tax Services. You might not know that because three, three, not one, not two, but three different CBD companies were using Clint Eastwood as a spokesperson for their CBD companies to the point that there was an entire fake article that was going around that had Clint Eastwood's picture. It was entitled Big Pharma in Outrage over Clint Eastwood's CBD. The three companies who were using these articles to sell their CBD products were Sarah Labs and Green Dios in California. And the third one was called For Our Vets um, LLC. And that's in Arizona. Wait. You're eating and engaging with Knuckle? What's that, girl? I don't know. 
Um, yes. So these three CBD companies were out here saying, Hey girl, you should get our CBD. Hey Excel, because Clint Eastwood, he, he supports it. He's, he promotes this company. And that is obviously a violation, not only of someone's privacy, but as a celebrity, that is a violation of someone's right to celebrity, which is a law in some states, particularly Clint Eastwood. I believe he lives in California. California has a law that, um, oh, type in with your knuckles. Okay. California has a law called the right to celebrity because they have a lot of celebrities, right? So they, if you are, you can't just take somebody's face and put it on your product to sell it. So these three companies are being sued by Clint Eastwood because Clint Eastwood is like, I don't know anything about your little CBD. I've never used CBD. I don't know why you wrote this whole fake article using my picture. Run me my money. (laughs) so Clint Eastwood does not like, um, just so you know, Clint Eastwood is not about the CBD life, and he, oh, thank y'all for the cowboy hats, okay, um, and he does not want you using his face to promote your products without his permission, Shop Best on the Yard said, California does not play, that's right, because California knows where its bread is buttered, in Hollywood, right, so, Clint Eastwood has no connection to these CBD companies, and and now they're going to be sued. This is the um, this is the danger that happens when you use somebody's mark, face, whatever intellectual property. When you use it without permission, you put yourself at risk of being sued. If you use a logo, like you know, a, a logo. If you use their music, if you use their face, anything that someone else has created and taken the time to legally protect. Or has the legal right to because of the way the laws the laws are written. You cannot just go and use people's stuff to sell your things. This also applies to my crafting community. When you guys are making these lovely creations with these unauthorized materials like the Gucci, like Coach, like Louis Vuitton, these companies do not sell these materials. You are putting yourself at risk of being sued by these companies, or at the very least, getting your Etsy stores shut down, right? So, moral of the story is, stop using people's stuff that you don't own to sell your things. Sell your uh, products, build your business on your own back. You should not have to build your business on somebody else's back, especially somebody who doesn't have anything to do with your business, okay, so those were the stories that I had for you tonight, um, we actually finished a little bit early, thank you, Shop Best on the Yard, so we have a little bit of time for Q&A now, so if you guys have any questions about any of the stories that we covered tonight, about Rihanna, about Clint Eastwood, about the Misfits, about the Washington football team, um, now is your time to ask if you also have questions about your own businesses or business formations, you know, things about DUNS numbers and registering and EIN numbers and contracts and brand protection strategies. Now is your time to ask. We have about three more minutes before we end. So I want to be able to get any questions that you might have. Okay. Now, if you guys, um, need some tutorials in some of these aspects of starting your business, like how to get a DUNS number, how to get an EIN number, how to put together an operating agreement, 
I have video tutorials on that and you can get those at linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. Okay. So, uh, you don't always necessarily need me face to face, but you might just need, you know, a, a little bit of a nudge. And that's what these video trainings are for so that you can do this at your own pace. So you don't feel rushed. Okay. So we've got three more minutes. Now's the time to ask your questions. Thirsty. Hey, TV more girl. We about to end. We got like three minutes. I'm waiting to see if there's any questions. Cause if there's not questions, I'm actually going to bow out for the evening. You guys know, um, we don't have a show on Friday, but we, we will be back here on Monday at eight o'clock with more stories. If you have stories that you want me to talk about, please send them to me. I love it when you send me stories. It lets me know that you are engaged. Um, if you are in the startup phase of your business, make sure that you set up your free 15 minute consultation. Uh, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm for all of that. Make sure you are subscribed to my YouTube channel. And if you can't watch the video, subscribe to the podcast so you can at least, um, listen to the audio. See you Monday girl. But, um, take care of yourselves. Thank you for participating. Thank you for being here regularly. I, you know, I've got a good core group here. Y'all make me feel real good. Um, so, and I will see you on Monday. All right. Bye-bye.